Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy. Hello, One Hope Podcast friends. This is another edition of our study of the Book of Romans. My name is Matt, and and I have the honor of recording the final podcast as we transition from the challenging first two and a half chapters of Romans, the law-heavy, judgment-heavy section, and uh, pivot to the rest of the book where Paul brings home the gospel in living color. In Sunday's sermon, Pastor Peter said we were coming in for a landing. So I guess today is the point where we raise our seat backs and tray tables in their upright position, stow our carry-on items, and buckle in. There might be a little turbulence. So by now you know that the name of this series is Why Did Pat Pick That? And today our recently departed and much-beloved Pat Lelvis picked Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Pat picked this text because she loved the Psalms. This is the fourth time in the last two weeks that Pat used a Psalm to help enlighten us about Paul's letter to the Romans. So I think Pat found the Psalms, especially the ones written by King David, to be a great vessel to remind us how incredibly broken we are how religion can't save us, and how, how we need to have a proper heart posture. Now, Psalm 139 is, it's got to be one of the most quoted psalms in the Bible. It's full of beautiful verses, the kind printed on bookmarks and hung on walls, and recited at infant baptisms. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. This psalm is also full of uh, awestruck wonder about the omniscience of God. You know when I sit and when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. But here's the thing. None of those are part of Pat's chosen text today. She honed in on two verses, 23 and 24, which are, the only petition, the only request that David makes in this entire psalm. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Search me, test me, know me, see and lead. Well, on one level, this might seem like a strange request because David's heart was already an open book to God, right? I mean, all the way back to when um, David was an upstart kid flinging rocks at giants. In 1 Samuel chapter 16, the Lord told Samuel why he was anointing this shepherd boy to be the next king. Human beings look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And then many years later, David used 
most of his ink and parchment and Psalm 139 to glorify God for his all-knowing nature, his omniscience. But he concludes by asking God to search him. So what? If God knows all that lurks in our minds and hearts, why would we need to ask him to search us and know us? I think part of the answer is the same as the answer to the question, why do we pray? If God knows all that we need before we ask for it, like Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, then why do we pray? Because he wants to go deeper with us. He wants real relationship with us, conversation, companionship, emotional connection, time spent together. When my girls were little, I often played hide and seek with them. They wanted me to search for them. But the reality is nine times out of 10, at least when we were playing inside, I I already knew where they were. (laughs) The house wasn't that big. They made a lot of noise when they were hiding. Sometimes they would give themselves away with whispers or giggling. But I still delighted in going through the motions of searching for them. And I was so glad they asked me. Cute analogy, right? But it kind of falls apart at this point. Because when David said, search me and know my heart, Lord, it wasn't a game. He, he didn't say those words glibly, and neither should we. Neither should I. Especially after these last few weeks of Romans teachings have made it painfully clear the countless ways I fall short of what the law demands. Search my heart, Lord. Tell me what you find there, because you know me better than I know myself. Search my heart, Lord, and root out my my secret sins and, and hidden idols, the things I have done and the things I have left undone. Search my heart, Lord. Expose the trappings of self-righteousness and my good works checklists. This week I helped serve the meal at Peace Lutheran Church. Check. And I'm getting ready for a church leadership retreat. Check. And I religiously listen to the podcast every morning, check. And, and, and heck, I'm, I'm even recording a podcast this very minute, check. I don't think I do these things for gold stars and brownie points, but deep down, maybe there's some truth to that. Search my heart, Lord. Search my heart and shine a light on unconscious attitudes and prejudices, even hostilities that I have for people who are different than me. That's what David asked God to do. Near, near the end of this beautiful psalm, David suddenly goes off on a, a fiery tangent against his adversaries who are in rebellion against God. He says, I have nothing but hatred for them. And you can kind of understand it because Israel was surrounded by people with ill intent, just as it is today. But then David checks himself. You can almost hear him take a deep breath. And he says, search me, Lord, and know my heart. 
Well, there's more to the story, of course, and, and we'll get to it later, starting with the second half of Romans chapter 3. That's for another day. For now, if God searches our heart and finds faith in the redeeming grace of Jesus, even faith as small as a mustard seed, even if the rest of it is a hot mess, this is all we need. This is the way everlasting that David cried out for at the end of this psalm. Let's pray now while I share the words of an old hymn from almost 100 years ago. Search me, O God, know my heart today. Try me, O Savior, know my thoughts, I pray. See if there be some wicked way in me. Cleanse me from every sin and set me free. Fill me with fire where once I burned with shame. Grant my desire to magnify thy name. In Jesus' name, amen.